1: That connectedness, it's part of the design. And it provides accountability for us as well. You know, the positive peer pressure, you know what I mean? It's a healthy thing. And without this, without this real interconnectedness you know and the connection to the body of christ something inside us begins to die
0: fellowship with other believers may seem like a religious thing we have to do to be a good christian pastor robert shows us today that it's so much more than that spending time with fellow christ followers gives us a sense of unity a place for accountability and a group of people who will support us in our walk with god Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert with today's message.
1: Another of the ways I see people growing complacent concerns their involvement at church. And, I, I, and I'm not talking about attendance. One of the things that is, it's a difficult one for me as a pastor, to be quite honest, because sometimes I'll, I'll say to somebody after they've been, um, you know, I haven't seen them for two or three weeks or whatever, you know, and I'll say, man, you know, we, you know, we miss you. You okay? And there's a kind of a defensive posture, you know, as if I'm confronting their lack of attendance. And like, you know, you haven't been in church the last three weeks. No, that's not where I'm coming from. I just want to make sure everything's okay. Or, you know, is, is everything all right in your life? Is, because, see, church attendance is not really the point. Being a part of the family, being a part of the body of Christ, being plugged in. Because it's so critical that there are relationships between you, between us, that it's more than just the religious observation that you're putting in your time, you're attending. That, that's No, we're, what we're talking about here is connection. Hebrews ten twenty four reminds us, Let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. What does that mean? Well, the closer we get to the end, the more essential this is going to be. That's what it means. The closer we get to the end of the age, the more critical the relationships are going to be. You know, I've thought a lot about this because I believe as we get really, really close to the end, people are going to stop getting saved Very few people are are going to be open to the gospel. People are going to get more and more antagonistic. You know, unfortunately, so many who call themselves Christians but who are not actually walking with the Lord continue to give ammunition, if you will, to the enemies of God. Now, I saw a thing just this week. It was like a local expose on pastors and rabbis and, and so forth and so on, you know, living large. And big, fancy houses and, and, uh, and that kind of thing. But the thing that troubled me about it, really, to be honest, more than the few pastors that they were exposing, you know, for living in multi-million dollar homes and stuff, was the fact that local media was targeting, they had researched to see, how many local religious leaders are doing this? They'd search the public records to find, you know, dirt on the local churches. And here was their, the point they were driving home, was that all of the homes that they targeted were owned by the religious institutions. You know, like I, Elizabeth and I, you know, our little house, we own it ourselves. The church doesn't own it. But in many cases, and one of the common things, you know, for years and years, it, was the way, it was just the way it was done. The church owned the parsonage. You know, our upstairs area in this building was originally the pastor's apartment. That's where they lived. That's why every one of the rooms has closets. It was built that way. The pastor lived there. But many times, you know, they would buy a parsonage, buy a house. And well, then it comes off the tax rolls. It's owned by the church. The church is tax exempt. So the parsonage is exempt from property taxes. So that's how they were able to find. And it's like, you know, it's like this is. And the thing was, it's like, look at all these pastors living large and it's tax free. And it's going to get harder and harder for us as Christians at the end of the age. And if you don't have relationships with other believers, you're not going to be ready for it. I believe it's coming in, in our lifetime when we're going to need each other in a way that we've really never needed each other. You know, I tend to be a bit of a loner. I, I enjoy silence. I'm not what one would normally refer to as a people person. I'm more of an animal person, you know? me a good horse a good dog and 20 acres of forest and i'll let the wife come if she behaves herself as i've said so many times before you know i like to be alone i like silence but the lord showed me when i first started with youth with a mission we used to joke about we had forced fellowship you know like one night a month the leadership threw a party and you had to come I didn't want to come. I don't like parties. I didn't want to be there. You had no choice. It was like you will come and you will have fun. You know, it was one of those kind of deals. But it taught me something. It taught me that I needed the fellowship. That even though left to myself, I would isolate, live alone. That's not what's best for me. And more importantly, and this is the thing that I, I really had to come to grips with. More importantly, I shouldn't be making it all about me. Whoever said the most important thing in the world was what I want. or What I'm most comfortable with or what I most enjoy. That's not in the Bible. What's actually in the Bible is that I need to, I need to die to that. Consider one another. He says, and don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together. He didn't say, you know, just, you got to realize you really, you really need this more than you think. What God says is you got to realize that they need you more than you understand. That connectedness, it's part of the design, and it provides accountability for us as well. You know, the positive peer pressure, you know what I mean? It's a healthy thing. And without this, without this real interconnectedness, you know, and the connection to the body of Christ, something inside us begins to die. Let me tell you a story. There was this guy who went to his pastor complaining that you know he just he was just cold spiritually, he'd kind of dried up and, and grown cold spiritually. And you know, he prayed, he studied his Bible but he lost his excitement about his walk with the Lord. It it was wintertime, and the pastor had a fire burning in his fireplace, and he didn't say anything. He just sat there and kind of nodded as he listened. And then he got up, and he walked over to the fireplace, and he took the the tongs, and he reached in, and he pulled a, a little piece of coal that was red hot, and he pulled it out of the fire, kind of pulled it out onto the hearth. And he just sat there looking at it. And the other guy was a little baffled. He's watching the pastor. He's you know, looking, it's like, what's, why is he so fascinated with that piece of coal? And after a few minutes, that, that one piece of coal that was off by itself went from being red hot to just kind of that grayish black that wasn't hot anymore. And the pastor got up without saying a word, and he picked up that piece of coal and he put it back over with the others in the fire, and he sat there watching it, and in just a few seconds it was red again, hot, burning. And he looked at the man and he said, "Do you understand?" And the guy said, "Yeah, I get it. By myself, I'm going to grow cold, but if I'm in the fire with the others, I'll be on fire with the others." And that's the way it works. That's the way God designed us. That's the way he made us to be. Alone you grow cold. So get close to others who are on fire for Jesus and your fire will quickly return.
0: so much for joining us today. You know, God has been doing some amazing things with Main Thing Radio. Opportunities to air Main Thing Radio are popping up all over the United States. We are so thankful to God for what He is doing, and we would love to see Main Thing Radio continue to expand, sharing the gospel, teaching God's Word all over the world. But of course, bringing you Main Thing Radio on this station comes at a cost. We purchase time on this radio station, and this program has been professionally produced. While we certainly don't want to pressure anyone into giving, we would like to ask that you prayerfully consider supporting Main Thing Radio. Your support will open up more doors for Main Thing Radio. To make a secure donation, please log on to MainThingRadio.com and click the Donate button. Now, here's Tracy with more information about the Main Thing Radio podcast.
2: Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days with blinding speed. Those in-between moments are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button.
0: Thanks, Tracy. Join us next time for another edition of Main Thing Radio.